0: Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Work Life Mindset Podcast. Really happy to have you all here and joining me. Um, Real quick, I'm sure you've heard, I mentioned in the last couple of podcasts that we are launching the Accountability Group Community Program. This is an amazing membership where you get to join a group of like-minded accountability partners, people who are going after growth and development, pursuing a whole host of different activities and desires in their life. And we're bringing everybody together to be accountable, to hold each other accountable. The group is being hosted by myself and another amazing coach, Bree. And um, you can get more information of all this and what the community looks like on the website at worklifemindset.com. So let's dive in, okay? eight things you need to stop doing when you wake up okay this isn't like what you do this is what you got to stop doing right because the most important part of your day is your morning okay we got to make sure that our morning is as perfect as it possibly can be cuz it really sets the tone for the rest of the day right um the first thing you got to do is stop waking up at different times okay your body wants to fall into the circadian rhythms the circadian cycles okay it's basically like the natural movement of your yourself, your body, your sleep, the earth—all those things. Like your body wants this routine, right? So we got to stop resisting it. Um, this also includes on the weekends, and this was a challenge for me as well. But the effects when I started having a consistent wake-up time were mind-blowing, and I just feel like I can't go back. If I miss a day or so, I notice the impact so much that I'm always striving for that consistency. So this is hard for people. I get it. It's hard for me. This is why you got to make a commitment. Why maybe you need some accountability to help you. But we just got to keep getting after it and realize it takes time. All right. The trick that that I always stick to is setting your bedtime. Okay. I know I have a morning wake up time five o'clock. I know I need about seven and a half, seven and three quarters hours. So, by you know eight thirty, I start my bedtime routine. So by nine o'clock, I'm pretty much head on pillow and falling asleep. I fall asleep really fast. I'll get usually about eight, if not a little less hours of sleep before five a m. And when I started doing this, I could not fall asleep on time, but I would not not wake up at five a m. The key was I had to keep waking up early so I would exhaust myself. And after just like three, four or five days of that, actually getting less than, you know, the seven or eight hours of sleep, I started falling asleep by nine o'clock, right? So don't give up on this. Just get a consistency. Your body falls into the rhythm. It becomes really easy and really natural. Okay. That's the first one. Stop waking up at different times. Uh, The second thing to stop doing is stop hitting the snooze button. Okay. Listen, when you hit the snooze, you're automatically starting the day off with a loss. OK, you're starting your day with a failure and you might not think that matters much, but really, you know, every action you take is a vote for the person you are going to become. So if you start your day with a failure and a loss, you're likely going to experience many more losses and failures throughout the day. So how do you get past this this news habit? Right. Because I had it. I lived it about 20 years, but I broke it. And there's really one simple trick. I wasn't setting multiple <laughs> alarms, it was putting that alarm outside of reach of me in my bed, okay? Even better, I quickly went and just bought a real alarm clock that was not my phone because I don't want my phone anywhere near me in my bed. If I'm reading at night, whatever it is, it's it's paper books. So the, book's in a whole, the, the phone is in some other room. Now, if you're just trying this out and oh, I don't have an alarm clock yet, don't use that as an excuse to start, you can use your phone. But the key is, Put it somewhere across the room if you can even put it in another room and have the volume up that you'll hear it great if that's gonna disrupt the family <laughs> other kids i get it keep it in your room the idea is the alarm goes off and you have to physically get up out of bed and turn off the alarm not any of this like oh i got one foot on the bed and i'm just grabbing at that alarm and i'll hit it and turn it off and fall back to bed no get yourself up okay if you sleep with a partner This is actually really powerful because if you're like me and you actually give a shit about your partner in their sleep, that alarm is going to go off. You're going to be like, oh crap, I got to go turn that off. I don't want to disrupt them, right? Um, Don't let them give you grief. This is for you and your self-improvement, but just get yourself an alarm that is out of reach of the bed, okay? Plan on getting up and you'll find that just that physical, like, oh, I'm out of bed. I'm out from the covers. I'm standing up. I've taken three steps to the dresser to... Turn off my alarm. Boom! I've helped so many people with this. It's crazy how well it works. So that's second thing to stop. Okay. Number three, stop looking at your phone immediately. Okay. Um, this is much easier when your phone <laughs> is not your alarm. But we got to really make sure that we're we're managing our inputs, particularly first thing in the morning. So we don't want to like invite anything that's going to invoke stress, anxiety, or overwhelm, and Sorry, but social media, emails, text messages, you mainly start thinking about things that have to happen or you're starting to compare yourself to other things. You're starting to get jealous about what other people are doing. Whatever it is, the phone is a huge source for stress and anxiety. And that's just a matter of fact. You know, there's not a whole lot we can do about that, but you can Guard your time in the morning to not first look at your phone, okay? When I was making this a habit, I started with 90 minutes, never picked up the phone. Um, After a little while, because I meditate in the morning and I started learning to build a practice using apps, I allowed myself to use the phone. But a good hack here was I turned on the do not disturb. And it wasn't just while I was sleeping. My do not disturb means I get no emails or text messages or any Audible notification, nothing shows up on the screen, starting at 7.30 at night, and then going again until 7 a.m., right? I'm up at five, there will be no notifications until 7 a.m. A little trick to help with that, but ideally just, we gotta break that habit going right to our phone, okay? That's as, as long as you can hold that space, you're gonna find other more powerful ways to start your day and make your plan for the day and be in a better state so that you can handle the the work tests that are coming in, the communications, and and this is huge, okay, I've seen this impact people really powerful ways, I can't tell you how many times (laughs) my own partner has come down, okay, she's an elementary school teacher, and she'll come down just already kind of like, oh, bummed and depressed, and it's like, seven o'clock, you just got up. What's going on? Oh, I got this email from this parent last night. And it just, it puts us in a, in a stressful state and a suffering state. We have angry, we have fear, we have all these emotions and man, it's amazing to watch how that impacts the rest of the day. Um, It's really hard to pull out of those things and you're going to keep finding evidence of bad things happening because you, woke up and had to react to something right away versus just guarding your time a little bit and allowing for positive inputs for self-awareness for creative endeavors whatever it is exercise um, reading a good book any of that just don't look at your phone right away okay I'm moving fast fourth thing stop not making your bed okay this is kind of on the thing with the alarm clock We want to start our day off with a victory, okay? If you start your day off with a failure (laughs) and a loss, like I'm snoozing, I'm snoozing, I'm snoozing, we're going to stop that and insert a victory, which is get up and make your bed, okay? It takes two seconds, and what a victory. I don't know about you, but like having that done, even if it's just my half of the bed, it's decluttered, I can look at it and feel good, and the very first thing I do when I pop out of bed after I go step and turn my alarm clock, I just come back and do a little whoop, Fix this, make this look good. Two seconds looks great. Move on and get in the day. So start your day with a victory. Give yourself that first victory. Stop not making your bed. Okay. Um, five, are we at five? Yeah. Stop taking warm showers. <laughs> I know everybody loves this. Okay. Listen, getting in and being comfortable is one thing. There's so much science to the benefits of a cold showers, of deliberate cold therapy basically of 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 cold water immersion okay cold showers suck and they never seem to get any easier but this is another win this is a mental win and you know for fitness gurus they'll tell you about how great this is for your body for your skin for um, your lymphatic system, it really helps with like depression and, and, and anxiety feelings because it just flushes through all that. Really, the mindset is, is just the idea of like doing something you don't want to do, but you know is really good for you. Right. Um, it's kind of like knocking over those dominoes in the morning. You just get up and keep that momentum going through the day, plus the energy you get out of a cold shower. And listen, if this is scary and challenging, I'm not even saying like go all the way full blast cold. Put the dial in the middle, okay? Just, it can't be warm, okay? Make it a little uncomfortable. Even if you just want to start by doing your stuff and washing while you're warm, and then, okay, I'm going to turn the dial. and I'm going to sit here for three or four or five minutes with it slightly cold. Push back, lean into what's uncomfortable and go for that, okay? It has a huge impact on your morning energy. This is how I was able to give up coffee for an extended period of time. Because I just got up and took a cold shower in the morning and I was so freaking amped. I couldn't even imagine putting caffeine in my body and see what that would happen. Um, Which brings us to the next one, right? Stop drinking coffee right away. Tons of studies that show that you should wait at least an hour before you have coffee. Um, And this has to do with cortisol levels, which is your stress hormones. And they're already very high when you wake up. In fact, cortisol is a chemical that actually wakes people up. Um, and this is why you can wake up and feel flooded and with stress and maybe even slightly anxious in the morning. It's a very common feeling and emotion. Um, and then we go feed it with cut caffeine and we feed it with looking at our phones. This is why mornings are so hard. So it's amazing if you can just even wait an hour to let those stress hormones clear out before you drink the coffee. Okay, that's another benefit doing the cold shower. But honestly, I don't do the cold shower right away. When I wake up to wake up, I just get up and I chug some water. Okay, I rehydrate myself and then I turn to tea. Hot cup of tea is what I have first. Um, Again, I'm lucky enough to have a partner and she really likes coffee. She gets up usually an hour and a half or two hours after me. So I just wait till she gets up and makes the coffee. and then. I'll onboard some coffee. I still love my coffee, just not first thing, right? And the final thing is to stop eating as soon as you wake up, okay? This concept of intermittent fasting can also be really powerful for your mornings, particularly if you're going to spend your mornings doing some creative things, create what I call creative endeavors, okay? Um, Once you put food in in your belly, in your stomach, in your body, it's going to take a lot of blood flow to digest that. It's going to take some energy. and Generally, depending on what you're doing in the morning, even if you get up and exercise, which I do first thing a couple days a week, um, it's not going to impact that. In fact, there's a benefit to that if you're trying to lose weight or build body muscle because you're going to burn old fat, not new fat. Um, But more than anything, I feel like it has to do with kind of just managing that morning energy and being able to go a certain uh, period to let the blood flow to your brain when you're doing this creative endeavors, writing, reading. I do a lot of journaling and meditation in the morning. So that's why I I don't eat usually till 10 or 11 if I can push that that far and I can be really productive in flow in the morning. So that's what we have eight things you need to stop doing when you wake up in the morning. Stop waking up at different times. Stop hitting the snooze button. Stop looking at your phone immediately. Stop not making your bed (laughs) double negative. Stop taking warm showers. Um, Stop drinking coffee right away. Stop eating as soon as you wake up. Oh my God, I forgot one. Stop doing anything that is not for yourself right away. This is probably perhaps the biggest and that's why I put it down there at eight. You get to wake up early and do stuff for yourself okay this is how you happen to the day and not let the day happen to you okay self-care in the morning when i was a young father i actually got really depressed because i stopped taking care of myself i believed i had to take care of everybody else including my young kids and my wife before i could take care of myself that led me to some really dark places and i just had to overcome this belief and show myself that until i take care of myself i can't even begin to take care of others and holy crap how powerful it's been when i get up and i spend the first hour 90 minutes sometimes two hours just on myself i have my routine I get up, I drink water, I journal, I meditate, I visualize, I do affirmations, and then I do some creative work. I create content, I write, I read, sometimes I exercise, I just do what feels good for me and fills my cup, and then when the rest of the house gets up, like I'm beaming with energy and I am so so powerfully present with them because I feel like I've already done everything I needed to start my day and happen to the day. So that's what I have for you. Okay, stop doing anything in the morning that is not for yourself right away. First time is all for you. That's what I got. Thanks so much for listening. Check out more resources on this on the website, worklifemindset.com. Have a beautiful day. Thanks so much.